Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today our devotional is titled, The Abrahamic Covenant Ratified. Dispensationalism makes a distinction between God's program for Israel and his program for the church. Zionism is the belief that the land of Israel rightfully belongs to the Jewish people as ordained by God. Prior to the Jews living in the land of Canaan, the Canaanites lived there. Today, there are no surviving Canaanites to claim the land of Israel. The oldest claim to the land, therefore, belongs to surviving Israel. But the key point is that God gave the land to the Israelites by covenant, as seen in the Abrahamic covenant. The land of Israel has been called the most important piece of real estate on the earth. It is called, quote, God's geographical center, the geographical platform on which the story of the Bible is staged, the focal point of the universe, the center of God's dealing with the nations, the spiritual navel of the world, the epicenter of human history, and ground zero for the end times. It is all of these things. The Abrahamic covenant was ratified in Genesis chapter 15. In Genesis 12, 1 through 3, the basic Abrahamic covenant is stated. In Genesis 15, the covenant was ratified and affirmed to be unilateral and unconditional. We read there in Genesis 15, 5 and 6, Then he brought him outside and said, that is, he, God, brought Abram outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Genesis 15:6 is a reiteration of Abraham's saving faith. He believed in the Lord, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Note that it is just belief in the Lord that is accounted to Abraham for righteousness. Neither circumcision nor any religious ritual or rite had anything to do with it. This is a foundational verse on the doctrine of justification by faith alone. In the Bible, Abraham is the premier example of saving faith. Let's talk about the seed of Abraham. There are four senses of the seed of Abraham. Number one, the biological Jews who descend from Abraham. Number two, the Messiah, who is the unique seed of Abraham. Number three, the righteous remnant of Israel. And number four, spiritually, it can refer both to believing Jews and Gentiles. It is context, context that determines the sense which is in view. Genesis 15, 13, and 14. <clears throat> we read there, Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and they will afflict them four hundred years years. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. Here is a very clear prophecy regarding the time when Abram's descendants would be in Egypt for 400 years. This was fulfilled to the letter. Genesis 15, 17, and 18 reads, And it came to pass when the sun went down, and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven, and a burning torch that passed between those pieces. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your descendants I have given this land, from the river Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. 
Well, this smoking pot and the burning torch represented the presence of God. The two items moved through the aisle formed by the animal pieces. This passing between the pieces was the ratification of the covenant. The parties to the covenant would walk between the bloody pieces signifying, if I don't keep my part, may this happen to me. Compare Jeremiah 34, 18. A covenant was a sacred binding commitment which one was responsible to keep before God on pain of death for violation. The word made in Genesis 15, 18 literally means to cut. To make a covenant was literally to cut a covenant. The picture here is that if God does not keep his, this covenant, the unthinkable will happen. God will die. But God cannot die. Therefore, he must keep his unconditional promises to Abram. It is very significant that Abram did not walk through the midst of the bloody body parts, the bloody animal parts with God. He was in a trance-like state and did nothing. God alone, in symbol, since God is spirit, God alone passed between these bloody body parts. God is making the covenant unilaterally. God alone is binding himself to this covenant. Abram has no responsibilities within this covenant. In other words, it is an unconditional grace covenant. God himself is binding himself to do this. Abraham did not make this covenant with God. The covenant is God's, not Abram's. And God is the one who has all the obligations to fulfill it. In spite of Abraham's lapses and those of his descendants, yet they cannot nullify this covenant because it's God's covenant and not theirs. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.